Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 Show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my Christmas Carol, Carol. Hey, what's up? Not much. I forgot this. The, the, it's January twenty. Or it's. I'm sorry. It's whoa. What, it's, what day is it? It's December twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven. Well, then you're not doing anything wrong when you call me your Christmas Carol. <laughs> I, I know it's been Christmas. <laughs> You've just listened to presumably the best of nineteen ninety seven. And next week, the main show will be off, although there is a special little thing for you guys. But there will be an episode of 90210 next week, because 90210 takes no breaks. Exactly. Because we have it on DVD or VHS. VHS, yeah. (laughs) DVD is the new thing, and I was thinking about getting... I think they have, I don't know if they have the seasons on DVD or not, hmm. but that is the new, the new thing. I know like, uh, take up a lot less space. One of the big Christmas gifts this year that, that people are looking for or were looking for is a DVD player. Right. But yeah, it's, it's a big thing. We did a news story about it, I think earlier this year or maybe late 96. I don't remember. But, yeah, anyway. Uh, but we have them on VHS. I have seen some... Uh, I've seen some DVDs in certain blockbusters. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen DVDs around and about. We don't own a DVD player yet, but... Mm. Looking. It's kind of sad that that didn't happen for Christmas. I know. That's, well, they're expensive. They're yeah. like four or five hundred bucks, you know? I guess, but it just seems like it'd be pretty cool. I think next year be more appropriate to buy a DVD. Christmas 1998 DVD player, I think, is probably a better gift then. We'll see. Yeah. Because the prices will come down. You know they will. I'm on the hunt for one that's $99 or less. So, never. We're never getting a DVD player, I guess. I think we'll be able to find one at some point for 100 bucks or less. Yeah, we'll see. But speaking of $100 or less, or $100 or more, Valerie turns out to be a $10,000 a day whore. Wow. <laughs> wow. You called her a bitch and a whore way back when. Remember that? I did, yes. Yes, I did. Anyway. So, but we watched 90210, and it was an episode called Here We Go Again, season two, or sorry, season seven, episode, yeah, I was gonna say. episode two. So, what do you think is going again? We're inching closer to actual time here. What do I think is going? What are you talking about? Here we go again. What I have it? no idea. I, like, I don't know what they're referring to. A- another season? I don't know. <laughs> it really didn't, it didn't match up with anything. No. I was thinking like somebody's going to get together, like maybe Brandon and Kelly are going to start dating again. Right. And it's going to be like, oh, here we go again. But no. Maybe it was a here we go again with Steve and Kelly because that was the big. <gasps> yeah. That was the big story. That might be. God, that was stupid. Claire's stupid. Like, 
You know, normally I Claire like her and okay, Donna both. Yeah, they're both. This was not a good episode for women. Claire has been made not a great character. She's cheated on Steve at the the season finale of last season, right? And now she's yeah, I'm like I'm I'm not happy. She's being mean to him for no reason. And we had a special guest star, the Eliminators, <laughs> which I've never heard of. Nope, terrible name for a band. Uh, but maybe they'll be eliminated. Yeah, but you're on Star Search. You've been eliminated. That was their that they, their name was inspired by their Star Search appearance. <laughs> but apparently they're a they're a surf band because they were playing that surf music. It's so weird when I say surf music. I bet you can all hear it because it sounds so similar. It's that it was in Pulp Fiction. Hmm. You know they they did surf some surf music in. Pulp Fiction, if you have the Pulp Fiction soundtrack, it's on there, too. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's, like, a legend of surf music. But it's that, like, that guitar, like, you know, like, you know, you know what surf music sounds like, right? I don't know. I just always think of the Beach Boys. I don't no, know. no, no, not that kind of surf music. Okay. Not that kind, Carol. What kind? I don't know. The kind that they were playing. Okay. It was not good. Whatever it was. Oh, my God. Well, it was... <laughs> Typical of surf music. Just saying. It was not my cup of tea. Maybe I'll edit a clip of surf music in here. If I did, then you're welcome. And if I didn't, it's because I'm lazy. (laughs) So he didn't. And and it's the holidays. (laughs) But let's talk about Here We Go Again, 90210. Okay, so they're having a reunion at the beach club. Maybe that's what the here we go again is. Here we go again, we're at the beach club. Maybe, but they didn't do many like flashback or anything. And the only thing they flashed back to wasn't really a flashback because it happened, I think, before the show even started. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was, I think what they, well, obviously they had to flash back to it. They were young. They flashed back to an episode we saw, but it was from like season one. And I think it was like, it was a it was an episode where they they dealt with it's the one where Kelly and Brenda wore the same dress. Oh yeah, yeah. where Brenda lost her virginity, right? Uh, ooh, yeah, maybe. I think. Yeah, that might have happened to that. So I think they flash back to that one because that was an episode where they talked about their relationship. Okay. But they the but the things they were talking about that they didn't or couldn't flash back to happened before, before. the show the start started. Because they were already broken up. That's what Steve was all depressed about in the first episode when he was super drunk and David saved him. Yes, exactly. Correct. Uh, but you anyway, remember that? Yeah. That's oh a whole flashback. That was a long time ago. But what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Brand, some, Steve's like, Brandon, Brandon, you should dust off your green shirt. Remember the green shirt that he yeah. wore when he worked at the beach club? I thought we were going to get our black friend that was... Uh, his boss. Yeah, his boss at the beach club, but no, no. They, they did not bring that actor back. No, they didn't bring back much of anything. It was all new shit. They should have brought that kid back that was obsessed with Andrea or whatever, remember? Yeah. That kid that got lost or something? The blind... Was he blind or... Uh, blind or autistic? Yeah, or? something like that. Something was wrong with him. Deaf. <laughs> What? You're right. He was deaf. He was deaf. I don't know if I would. He was deaf by temptation. I don't know if I would have referred to it as something. Well, no, I mean, I just like, I just remembered that he's a little freak. No. 
he had some kind of disability. I guess we don't have to worry about offending deaf people, do we? Deaf people don't listen to our show. Wow. Deaf people don't listen to anything. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. But it's like if you're on if you're like on TV, if you're on a TV show or if you're a, a stand-up comedian who has a TV special, I guess you don't have to worry about offending the Amish or anything, right? Right. They're not watching you. That's true. You make all the movies about the Amish. The Amish didn't protest the movie Witness. <laughs> they didn't see it. Good enough. Anyway, so yeah, that, that I wish that kid had been back. I wish anything had been back because those episodes were better than these episodes. Here we go again. I wish Brenda came back. Right? They mention her enough. Bring back Shannon Doherty. They fucking mention Brenda like every. They mention Brenda like ten times a season. Yeah, they mentioned Brenda, they mentioned Dylan, but we'll never see them again. No, they, they rarely mention Andrea. <laughs> no, no, never. She, they mentioned Jim and Cindy and... Walsh, too. Yeah. I mean, Jim has like a heavy presence in this episode, yeah, even though he's feel, not there. You can feel, he's like a, uh, I don't know, he's like Santa Claus for the, <laughs> for the Christmas season. Or he's like uh, the ghost of a matriarch or something right. like that. He's definitely looming over this this procedural. Yeah. So, well, yeah, because he recommended the guy to Val. Yeah, the fucking horny young CPA. Who says that he is divorced, but then well, changes it to, well, I'm separated. We're still married on paper, but we're separated. I have a six-year-old son. They're in Martha's Vineyard for the summer. Yeah, so... I think, I don't know. Do you think he's full of shit? Uh, I don't know. I suspect something's going on with him. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because otherwise it'd just be boring. She can't just be happy. He, either he's luring her on because he's he can't really get her the money he thinks he can get her. Mm. Because she doesn't have enough credit or whatever or something like that. I don't know. Uh, or... It could be that he's that his that he's not separated from his wife, and that maybe they had a fight or something like that. But they're not formally separated or anything. She thinks she's just taking a time out on Martha's Vineyard while he can fuck a teenager. Um, or, so wow. she thinks they're on a break. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, or it's possible that because he does give her money. Yeah. For her club. Yeah. For the after dark. That doesn't mean she's a whore. No, I'm not saying that, but eventually he gives her a check for Mm $10,000. He says that he's got the, the SBA loan or whatever it is, or grant or whatever it is, and the loans from the different companies... He said he sent out all the, the stuff. She signed the paperwork. Right. And they're they're waiting on stuff. He said the loans, you know, might come in sooner. We'll wait for wait we'll have to wait for a while on the SBA stuff. And he he says he, I here's a gift for you to let you know that I believe in you or whatever. And it's a check for ten thousand dollars from him personally. And he's like, You'll pay me back. You know, this is just um you know, so that you have some money until the other money comes in. Now, the complication, there's obviously going to be a complication. The complication might be that he expects something for, for that. Yeah. And that might be, she might get 
mad about that or something. Although she does think, she does sound like and act like she's kind of into him. Yeah, I think she is into him, so I don't think she's going to have a problem. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. But um, She didn't yeah. have a problem taking money from Jonesy, I'll tell you that much. He kept, um, you know, like extending things out. She's like, so what's next? And it's like, oh, we're going to go play tennis. Oh, we're going to mm-hmm. go, you know, to lunch. Oh, we're going to go to the beach club. Yeah. So, like, it's like he's just trying to spend more and more time with her, obviously. Right. So he's definitely got swarmy intentions. He's not subtle. No, not at all. And I think she knows what she's after. what he's after. Yeah. She does wear a hell of a bikini. <laughs> If she's smart, she'll string him along until she gets her money. Yeah. And he's going to string her along. That's thinking like a woman. <laughs> he's going to string her along, too. So we'll see how that one plays out. Yeah, we'll see what string breaks first. <laughs> so during this beach club reunion, for some stupid reason, I don't understand why this conversation even occurs. Mm-hmm. Steve and Kelly talk about their old relationship and their breakup because they fucked near there right that's why that's that's what steve bring that's why steve brings it up it's ridiculous like why would you bring that up it's been like a decade steve flashes back to that episode in season one where they yell at each other or whatever at that dance and he says something like, I, he says some cruel really fucking stuff. shit. Oh, yeah. Like, really on brand for early 90210 Steve, though. Yeah, it was a reminder of what a douche he used to be. Oh, my God. He was such an asshole. He's grown so much. They've done a good job shaping his character. Yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't like overnight. No, it was, it was a, ride. a gradual, a gradual change. Yeah. Turning Steve's character was like turning the Titanic, <laughs> right. which we talked about. <laughs> Not easy. Uh, and yeah, he's he's so much better now. He proves it in a couple different ways in hmm. this episode, how much better he is now than he was before how because so? of, because of the subplot with his skeevy little brothers. Right. Oh, my goodness. His little brothers, this, uh, you know, cute little redhead or whatever. That's, you know, it it almost feels like they're trying to do a 90210, the next generation. They tried that shit with Saved by the Bell. They needed to knock it off. Yeah, they did. The new class. Yeah. No good. Uh, but, yeah, it, it seems like they were trying to do that or something. But this cute little redheaded high school girl likes one of Steve's brothers. I can't remember which one. Yeah. The, the more surfer looking one, I guess. And he, she's like, hey, do you want to go out? We can go walking on the beach later. And it's all like, oh, you know, like and she she likes him. Yeah. Clearly. It's very, you know, cute, sweet and innocent. So his creepy brother <laughs> says, hey, I've seen Revenge of the Nerds. That's a movie about uh, about statutory rape, essentially. Right. Creepy if you look back on that movie now. Uh, and he says, let's go look into her cabana and watch her change. What an awful. Watch her come out of the shower. Awful, creepy, horrible thing to do. We need to lure, like we need to peep on her. We need to pull a porkies on her. And they see the mom at first and they're like, oh, so gross. And an adult woman 
and they so they stop and then they go back to do it again and they fall in like comical morons because these are like tents yeah it's weird like with like holes that they can fall in like yeah why do they have showers in there it's so weird how do they have showers in those tents right and like i mean like the cabanas like in previous seasons were rooms yeah yeah i don't i don't get it they play poker in one yeah um anyway so they fall and she's like oh my god you were trying to see me and you saw my mom and one guy's like don't remind me it's like what the fuck that's not covering your tracks right and then she's so sad, and she's like, we, we were going to have such a good time, and you ruined it. And it's Why like, did he ruin it? Yeah, because he's stupid. Because he's a stupid little teenage boy. So they're arguing with each other, and Steve comes up. The, the, they go back to the clubhouse or whatever, and they're arguing with each other, and Steve comes up, and he's like, what are you, what are you guys arguing about? And he, they tell him the story, and he's like, it's his fault. And Steve goes, it's both of your faults, you fucking idiots. Right. He goes, did it ever occur to you that, that women are, are human beings <laughs> with thoughts and feelings of their own? And Claire hears him give this impassioned speech and everything and about what morons they are and, and everything and they need to respect women. It was so weird because, like, I was creeped out watching them, mm-hmm. them do this and I was thinking to myself, I wonder if they're going to just pretend like this is good old fun shenanigans or whatever because it would have been like back in their the writer's day or whatever and i was worried about it but then steve comes through with a basically like a rebuke of everything that they did and i was like okay the after school special message yeah i mean that that was good so yeah he steve fucking for whatever reason flashes back to this incident about when they had sex. And he says, he talks about it to Kelly, and Kelly's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about this. I'm, right. I'm going to leave. And uh, Claire had gone to get them, the three of them, iced cappuccinos. Yeah, and she comes back, and he's all, like, sad and depressed. She's got three iced cappuccinos in front of her. <laughs> and she's like, here's your iced cappuccino. And he goes, I don't want it now. And she's like, yeah, let me get iced cappuccinos. Where's Kelly? And he's like, she left. <laughs> <laughs> so she just got three iced cappuccinos now. Yeah. She's going to be up all day. She's not happy about that, and she's right to not be happy about that. But Steve tries to talk to her about how he's feeling because he had this conversation with Kelly. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not something that would be fun to talk about with no. you know your significant other, but at the same time, this was a long time ago. And but, she's, Yeah. But she's all upset instead of... Because like, well, he says, because he says, I want to explain it to him. Because he says, oh, it's just has to do with me and Kelly. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, it was after we slept. It was the, the, you know, it was from after we slept together. And she's like, what? Yeah, she doesn't, she didn't know that they slept together. And he's like, everybody knows. <laughs> he points to the camera and says, everyone has heard about this. Even <laughs> all the people out there, Claire. Right. The world knows I fucked Kelly Taylor. So she's very upset that she didn't know. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's kind of understandable because they spend a lot of time together. I would be upset about that, too. But also, she shouldn't have reacted quite so big. Like, she is really mad at him. Oh, she was like, don't fucking talk to me. Yeah. I don't want to see you. She runs off to find a prince. Yeah. To kiss. Exactly. 
Yeah. Weird how, you know, it's it's a really soon after you cheated that uh, you're all upset about this, by the way, Claire. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he slept with Kelly, like, uh, I don't know, seven years ago. Yeah. You kissed a prince, like, last week. Some people would call that projection. <laughs> right. Anyway, so she goes over to Brandon, and she's like, hey, did you know that Kelly and Steve slept together? And Brandon's like, yeah, everyone knows that. <laughs> and she's like, well, I didn't. And he's like, oh. And Which- then she says, does it ever occur to you how incestuous this group is? <laughs> She's not wrong on that. No, I mean, she, well, she fucked Dave, David. She did? Claire yeah. did? They dated. Oh, yeah, duh. They had sex under the alien ships. Yeah, yeah. aliens watched them fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, they had sex, and he didn't have sex, but he was dating, what's her name, Tori Spelling. Yeah. What's her fucking name? Yeah, uh, Donna. Donna. So he dated, he dated both of them. He dated Valerie. And dated Valerie, and they had sex. Yep. Yeah, so, like, she's part of that incestuousness, and she f- chained herself to Brandon's bed. Yeah, she tried very hard to sleep with Brandon. Way back when, so... And Brandon slept with Kelly. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, like, yes. If one of them had an STD, they would all be screwed. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> They'd be like that movie Kids. Yeah, Oh, God, why did you make me think of that movie? It's the worst. Anyway. So, he's upset. Yeah. Because he feels bad because of something he did after they slept together for the first time. Yeah. And he's never told anyone, including, as he points to the camera, the audience he says i never told you either and he shouldn't have told anybody he should have kept it to himself and gone to his grave with it because probably all he does when he tells kelly is hurt her more see this is your this is your theory like when when i when i eventually cheat on you fuck you you don't want, you don't want me to tell you about it because it would be too painful you want me to just do it and keep it a secret you said you said that I could cheat on you once and then just not tell you. You did say that. Well, I changed my mind. Okay, that was, you know, I don't know, a long time ago, and I changed my mind. When you were trying to do you're still trying to get me, huh? <laughs> you're trying to convince me. You're like, look, we can we can date. We can we can be exclusive. If if you're you can cheat on me one time. It's okay. Just don't tell me about it. That's fine. But he didn't cheat on her. No. What he did was almost worse. Nah, I mean, I guess, yeah. Because it had a, a bigger, longer-lasting impact. That's true. Cause it he... was like Big Red. What? Is that like, uh, yeah, uh, something a little longer, da 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 a little longer. So I died a little longer with Big Red. Okay, yeah, that commercial. The sure, gum. yeah. I got it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Let me tell you a story about... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let me tell you a story about gum real quick. I had a friend uh, who, I'll, for for anonymity purposes, let's just say his name was Bill Monette. <laughs> and he liked a girl. Let's just say her name was Janice Denny. And... For all you uh, people who went to high school with uh, Mark. 
Yeah, nobody. Uh, <laughs> no one in the listening audience. He he wanted he like he wanted to arrange ways to talk to her. So he bought a pack of gum. I think it was like spearmint gum or something like like the Wrigley's spearmint gum. And in class one day, he tapped her on the shoulder and he was like, "Hey, do you want a piece of gum?" And she was like, "No, thanks. I don't like that kind of gum." And he was like, "Okay." So the next day, when we were at lunch, because we used to we go off campus for lunch, we went to the party store, and he bought every kind of gum that. Oh he my had. god! Like the fucking zebra gum. Remember that stuff? Yeah, the, yeah. Like that big red fucking chiclets. Fruit by the foot. Fruit by the foot. I don't know if they had fruit by the foot or not. <laughs> I'm they just might kidding. have. It was six feet of bubble tape for for right, her, right, not them. Uh, but anyway, so he bought all these different kinds of gum, right? That day in class, taps her on the, <laughs> on the shoulder. Do you want some gum? And he just presents her like a fucking cornucopia, like a drugstore counter choices of gum. That's hilarious. She looks at him. <laughs> cocks her eyebrow <laughs> and she goes uh no thanks <laughs> are you serious and turns well isn't it creepy wouldn't you find it creepy and she just turns around she didn't want to encourage his fucking you know whatever obsession with her so he just kind of looks around the classroom and he's like does anybody else want some gum? The whole fucking class descended on him. <laughs> like jackals on a fucking piece of meat. <laughs> By the time they were done, he had no gum left. Well, I feel bad for your friend. Did he ever get the girl? No. Aw. I don't, I don't know if he's ever been with a girl in his life, to be honest wow. with you. If you are a Bill Monette out there, <laughs> late fee 1994 <laughs> did you ever get with a girl oh, or a guy? Geez. But I'm pretty sure he was straight. Uh, let me know. And we did drift apart. Anyway, so, <laughs> so uh, I don't remember what we were talking about, but. I don't either. Oh, my goodness. You derailed us hardcore. I it had something to do with gum. Oh, I, th- I was singing Big Red. Because yeah. you were talking about a little longer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, so Kelly and Steve. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he says that he talks to her. And he's like, look, I got this. got to tell you something. He gets all emotional. He does his best. Tears in his eyes. His best Ian Zeering, I'm sad acting, which is not the best, but whatever. He's a better comedic actor. Why'd you look at me like that? You looked at me like you fucking represent Ian Zeering. Because like, I, Don't talk about my client that way. <laughs> I thought he did a really good job in this scene, actually. Okay. He says, Kelly, the first time we slept together, it was my first time. And she says, oh, my God, I thought you were a fucking Lothario or something. And he's like, yeah, that's what I wanted people to think. But it was my first experience with sex. And it meant a lot to me. And it didn't seem like it meant a lot to you. 
Which makes sense because earlier in the episode he was like, "Hey, I rocked your world, though, right?" And she's like, "Yeah, whatever, Steve." You know, like right. he, like he, it's like he wanted reassurance that it that it was good for her or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, well, you know, I was I was different back then." You know, he's like, "Yeah, I was different too." And afterwards, because I felt rejected or bad or whatever after we broke up. It sounds like they dated for a while. They had sex once, and then they broke up shortly after. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. He says, I spread rumors about you mm-hmm. that you were fucking a, a slut. slut and that you'd have sex with any guy. Yep, and that's the way she got treated for the rest of high school. And it's so, it was like hearing it, though. I mean, like, you know, he probably should have kept it secret, like yeah. you said. But hearing it was kind of a cool moment in nine hundred two and zero. Okay. Because I don't. I, I'm sure they didn't plan this out. They didn't plan this seven years in advance or whatever. But it was like Darth Vader telling <laughs> Luke Skywalker that he was his father. Because when he said it, I was like, "Oh, oh right. my god!" Because they never addressed how these rumors of her being a slut started. Well, but that was from the beginning mm-hmm. of the show when she was in high school. That was her reputation, and everybody thought that. Yeah, well, she lost her virginity in the bushes to some random dude. We thought he was the one who spread the rumors about her. Oh yeah, that's true. But it turned out it, it was, was Steve. Steve, and I was like, "Oh my god, Steve! How could you, Stephen?" Mm. And. She is fucking don't talk to me mode. Yeah, but he he's really sorry. Like, he's looking for redemption here. Oh, yeah. He's not going to get it, but he's looking for redemption. He unburdens himself on her so that she feels bad. Right. <laughs> because he wants to feel better. But, I mean, like, old Steve wouldn't have given a shit. No. And this Steve actually cares that he hurt her. So, I mean, yeah. that it's like, like we said, that's growth. But it's not doing anything good for his friendship with Kelly, his relationship with Claire. No. And I don't really understand why he had to go there right now. I don't either. But they needed an episode, I guess. I guess. That's why. But so then he rails against uh, fucking Revenge of the Nerds style (laughs) peeping. Porky style peeping. And Claire hears him and apparently also talks to Kelly. Yeah. We don't get to see that scene for whatever reason, but she says, hey, off screen, I talked to Kelly. (laughs) And I forgive you, Steve. So, yeah, I mean, at least they they made up. But then we have the other couple of the episode. Well, wait a second. What? Because he keeps talking to Kelly. Okay. And eventually she does forgive him. Okay. Did you forget that happened? I did. I, okay. I must have drifted off. <laughs> They're talking on the on the beach near where they fucked for the first time. And I don't know if it's the semen in the sand or what it is. Ew. But she's he's like, hey, you know, I'm really sorry and I wish I could take it back and all this stuff. And she's like, I know. I know you do. And she says, it's... You know, I, I know you wouldn't do it now, and it's okay, and, like, they, they make up and everything. 
And then she agrees to be his partner in the egg toss. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was stupid. And then she smashes an egg on his chest on accident (laughs) during the egg toss. But it's like... It's like things are even now. He spread horrible rumors about her that dogged her for the next four to six years. Right. And she smeared his chest with egg. (laughs) It's the same thing. Exactly. So, Steve worked through all his little issues then. Yes, correct. Sorry that you fell asleep during it. (laughs) Fell asleep and dreamed we were watching it on DVD. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, Donna and David. Yeah, that's a DVD. Donna versus David. Right. The last episode, they kind of maybe sort of broke up. Yeah, it wasn't 100% clear. Yeah, they she didn't want to be in business, part, you know, with him anymore. Yeah, because like the record company, everything's like imploding and everything's all uncertain. And yeah, he was just stressing her out, and she's just like, "I don't care," and I'm done. Right, exactly. So it's a little more clear this episode they are broken up. <laughs> I mean, they're well at the by the end of this episode. Yes, they are for sure broken up. Before the end of this episode, I don't know. It's still very up in the air, and we don't really know what the fuck is going on. Well, she's... don't explain it well. No, but she's flirting with another guy in front of him. She is. First, she's talking to him like he's one of her girlfriends about how she used to have a crush on this guy. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, I fucking, I fucking touched myself thinking about this guy. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, she does. She, I mean, she might as well have said that. Right. It was, I mean, she like lit up, like she's like drooling mm-hmm. and this guy walks in like, right. that is not okay. They like, needed a mop and bucket to clean the seat. After ew, ew, ew. Stop. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Gross. Uh, but I mean, whether they were broken up or not, it was rude. Yeah. Oh, it's 100% rude. You don't do that to somebody who... Fuck no. I mean, especially if they did break up, it was like last week. Yeah, and they didn't. I I, I, I contend they were not broken up. Okay. I think they were in a weird space, but I don't think they were 100% broken up. But by the end of the episode, she's like sitting there talking to the other dude. Yeah. So... She's like, I'm fucking whatever. I don't know. She'll uh, she'll fuck him. I don't think. I don't know phone sex. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Like she's not. There's nothing she can do. Right. Yeah, watching her flirt with guys, it's kind of like, yeah, nothing's gonna happen. I don't know. What do you think's gonna happen though? Do you think that David's gonna like pursue her now more, or do you think you think it's just done? I think it's done for now. I don't think they're done completely, but I think it's done for now. It pisses me off. Like, I don't know why. I don't understand the writers. I, do the writers look at fucking letters or test audience stuff or something in, during the during the three weeks they take off every year? Like, <laughs> I don't understand it. Because they'll start stuff at the end of the season just to undo it at the beginning yeah. of the season. Because they, they, they did all the work to get them together. At the end of last season. Right. And we think everything's going to turn out good. And from episode one of this season, they're like, no, fuck them. It's like they're having some kind of arm wrestling match where, like, for a while it's leaning one way. You think this is how it's going to go. But then, you know, the other one just slams them. 
Darren Starr, take care of your fucking writer's room, okay? <laughs> take charge in there. I don't I don't like it. I'm anyway. very unhappy. Yeah, it's not it's not good. But she's yeah, she's all flirting with this guy. And then at the end, because he's like he's like, I can't fucking count on you. I thought I could count on you. And she's like, You could count on me. But, you know, I guess whatever. And she said that, and I'm thinking, like, how? In what way did you prove that he can count on you? Because you left him with the music stuff, which is like, whatever. I mean, that's your choice, but that's not counting on you. And now you're flirting with this dude, sitting with him, eating with him, mm-hmm. and everything. How is he counting on you in that? Like, I, in no way did you show that he can count on you. No, he's been there for her lots of times, but yeah. she really hasn't been there for him. No. So she's there for him when it's convenient for her. Right. But anyway, so um, they she's flirting with this dude and everything. They leave it that way at night where they, they're mad at each other. The next day he comes to her her beach house. Yeah. She opens the door and it's one of those it's one of those classic situations where she opens the door and she's kind of like she looks around and everything, and I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, is the dude there? Did she fuck this guy? Which would she be awful. lose her virginity? I mean, I was just waiting for him to come around the corner or something like that and be like, who's that? That would have been funny. Who's that lover? Uh, and, yeah, because his face, I mean, like, but it's not that. It's set up like that, but it's not that. They just talk. Yeah. And it comes down to, like, David basically saying, well, we gave it a try. Yep. And it just didn't work out. And that's, I think, they're officially broken up now. Yeah, but I mean, she was acting like they were broken up anyway. She was being crazy. I don't know what the fuck was going on with her. I don't like it. Yeah. I understand that he was kind of being an asshole, like, like worrying way too much about this music videos thing. But, yeah, she was being really unreasonable this mm. episode. Yeah, there wasn't much going on in this episode that felt good, that's for sure. No, here we go again. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh that is pretty much I think everything that happened to the episode. Yeah, there was no Nat this episode, so Oh yeah, that's true. I... No Nat and his pregnant geriatric <laughs> bride. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. So um you guys can write us at Leafy nineteen ninety four dot com. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.